Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. In the months before I moved to St. Louis in June 2014, I started acquainting myself with STL so I'd be ready to go upon arrival. And it's probably no surprise that St. Louis Public Radio was my chief source of information about many things STL, its history, culture, and people. Back then, there wasn't a single dedicated place on the STLPR website to find content about all the needs to know for both sides of the Mississippi River. But today, there is such a place, and it's called STL Welcome Kit. Here to provide us with a preview of this digital guide and one-stop shop for newcomers to the region and longtime residents, too, we've got St. Louis Public Radio Engagement Editor, Lara Hamdan. Hi, Elaine. And STLPR's Interim News Director, Brian Heffernan. Hey, Elaine. So this work started one year ago, and that was when you reached out to transplants, otherwise known as people who live here but aren't from here. I am one of them. Uh, And what you wanted to hear from them was what they wished they knew when they first moved to the St. Louis region. So Brian, what were some of the most popular questions you heard from them, and were any of them surprising? Yeah, well, so so Laura and I are, are both from here. So it was really eye-opening to just hear and read all these responses we get from people who did move here. Like, we heard a lot about taxes, like uh, Missouri's personal property tax. Like, that's not something that a lot of states have. How that works, why city residents pay uh, taxes directly to Gregory FX daily rather than the city revenue department or some tax collector department or something like that. Also a lot about how St. Louisans speak, how we pronounce things in the beautiful unorthodox way that we do. <laughs> um, and so a, a lot of people would just say like, wow, it took me so long to figure out when everybody's talking about Interstate 64, but saying Highway 40, I just wish somebody would have told me that when I got here. It would right. have been so much less confusing. So that is something, um, I moved here from LA and I was putting the in front of uh, the the freeways, which I now call highways. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was certainly something that came up really immediately. But that pronunciation part is very much a St. Louis thing. Um, the STL Welcome Kit also highlights, right, these regional dialects. There's one example here of black St. Louisans who pronounce words that end with R sounding like er. We exaggerate the R in every word. So mm-hmm. if it's a, uh, let's see, to hear or uh-huh. we hear. So, uh, and it's like you turn the E into a, a U a little bit. Uh-huh. So I believe it's just that the exaggeration of the R and like the slur. And we just carry our words and throw them all together. And there's the accent heard in the central corridor of the city and on the south and north sides and inner ring suburbs. Here are some folks with that accent saying the number that comes after 39. It's from 1940. 40. 40. 40. From 1941, 42. I used to have an address was 44, 47. Well, we've so. been married 45 years. <laughs> so... <laughs> You had said earlier, Brian, both you and Laura, you're from 
St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Brian, your family's from South County. Laura, yours is from North. Hearing those, I mean, is that something that you remarked upon just going through everyday life? Or was it through these questions that people were asking about pronunciation that it like kind of dawned on you? Yeah. Um, so mine's a bit of an embarrassing story. Um, I Growing up in North County and in Florissant, I went to a predominantly black schools and I had many black friends. And I'm sort of a chameleon, you can say, when I'm around different people. Um, I tend to mimic or speak the way they speak. And I didn't realize I was doing that until my mom overheard me one time in middle school talking to my friends. (laughs) And she was like, why are you talking like that? And so I realized then that people of different backgrounds speak the way they do for a particular reason. And I realized, you know, with my black friends, this is um, part of their uh, cultural identity here. But it honestly wasn't until I came to work at St. Louis Public Radio that I actually learned about why they speak that way or and the farty, far accent mm-hmm. and stuff like that um, because of different segments on St. Louis on the Air or different reporting that people had done. Um, so I, I'm with this particular guide itself, it's really nice that all of these reportings and um, different St. Louis on the Air segments are all in one place for people to really get a chance to do a deep dive on the unique sound of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So you're talking, Lara, about what you absorbed because of the environment that you're living in. It's very much social, cultural, and any adult you know, moving to a new place Um, knows that it can be difficult to make friends and establish a social network. And St. Louis has a bit of a reputation, I guess, for being a particularly hard place to break into. How might this guide help with that, Brian? Well, I mean, we have stuff in there like how to how to see live music seven days a week, like uh, just a list of all these places where if you want to dive into the music scene, and St. Louis has a very rich music scene here, where to actually go to do it, what kind of venues to look at. If you want to go to a honky-tonk mm-hmm. out at Stovall's Grove out in Wildwood, great. <laughs> if, you're, if your vibe is, uh, is like a, a, a kind of a small folk kind of intimate set, we've got something for that too. It's, it's, it's really kind of just reflecting the, all the different things you can, you can do here in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. And there are also things about immigrants too, right? Yeah, there is a resource guide um, in there that have different local organizations that are helping um, immigrants resettle here in the region, as well as um, a bunch of grocery stores, Mm. international grocery stores, because we know that food is the number one way people or the quickest way people can get a sense of home or reconnect with their sense of home. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, in in general, I feel like by us putting out this guide, it's St. Louis Public Radio saying that, hey, we want to be your friend and we want to show you the ropes of how to get around here. So um, and like Brian mentioned, we'd also love to host meetups as well for new new transplants. Mm So we are now two weeks away from Halloween, and that is a holiday that St. Louis has a unique twist on. I learned about this kind of through other people before I had a child, but now that I do, there's even more to kind of dive into. Laura, tell me about this unique twist. So... A lot of times, um, little kids, when they go trick-or-treating, they go knock on the door and they are expected to say a joke, 
um, in order to receive the Halloween tree. And the theory uh, was that kids would perform fewer pranks if they had to come up with a harmless sort of trick or treat um, or, or joke to get their, their treats. And again, these are little things that I didn't realize didn't happen in a lot of other places. Um, so I guess that's one. I know it didn't originate here in St. Louis, but it's definitely something that St. Louisans have adopted full force. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you grew up doing? Oh Ryan? yes. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I my parents had like, videos of me reciting my I I'm putting in air quotes here <laughs> jokes, but you know, knock knock light bulb like right. you know, like there's no punchline or anything like that. But yeah. as a parent now yeah. too, like I love seeing like little kids come up and just struggling. I mean not see them struggle but like to to like you know come up and like say whatever their joke was and you know siblings are stealing them from each other and saying ah i was gonna tell that one the cheat code is always the jokes on backs of laffy taffies yeah that's the the, like genre of of joke i come to expect or the ones on like popsicle sticks okay (laughs) (laughs) those are great well these are all uh you know things that are very lighthearted, um the fun things and much of the guide does address those kinds of questions. But there's also some not great stuff either, right? The St. Louis region has a complicated and sometimes you know, problematic history. Does the STL Welcome Kit address this, Brian? Yeah. I mean, one of the also the, the cruxes of this project is kind of just to answer, like, why is St. Louis the way it is? Um, not just like why, what is St. Louis, what's going on here, but like why is it that way? So, you know, when we talk about uh, the like the Del Mar Divide and, and other ways that the region is segregated, I mean, this the, we have stories in here about the racially restrictive housing covenants that really drove why people, uh, why black people were only allowed to buy houses in certain areas, why historical wealth has been passed down through households in in different ways in St. Louis. It it gets to the 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 why of St. Louis as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a history, but then there's also things that are happening now, right? Mm-hmm. So Laura, there's a guide that you wrote um, that is pertinent to an issue that we've been dealing with here in the St. Louis region, right? Yeah, that that would be our transportation guide on how to get around St. Louis without a car, which is doable. I know there's still a lot of improvements that need to be made to our public transportation system, but it was worth noting that, unfortunately, St. Louis does lead in pedestrian deaths, and so that is something for newcomers to be aware of, to be conscious of, um, and this is also mentioned a little bit more in our newsletter series, where one of the additions is all about transportation. Mm, okay. So this guide is largely for people who are new to the St. Louis region. But are there things that longtime residents will find useful too, Laura? 100%. Um, there, as I was like putting this thing together, I realized I didn't know... I mean, I knew most of the stuff, honestly, but there were some things that did, were a surprise to me. Um, or just great refreshers or explainers on different things that people may have missed when we first published these kinds of articles the first time around. Mm-hmm. Elaine, I'm from here, and I have to admit that, I mean, I, Laura and I together wrote the uh, How to Speak SDL Pronunciation Guide in St. Louis. There are street names that I roll up on, and I, <laughs> I, because I'm from here, I know that it's going to be pronounced in a way that is not going to be like how... A traditional Frenchman would say it, okay. But 
I'm not always sure of it. So yeah. it was, a fun thing about this was actually talking to people who like live in different parts of St. Louis. Be like, hey, how do you say this yeah. street? Oh, uh-huh. you know. Was there one in particular? Yeah. Kuzuko? Uh, I don't even no. know how to say oh, it. Oh, uh, Kuzuko? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the neighborhood uh, just east of, of Soulard. Okay. Um, the street I was thinking about was, was ca- I think it's Cabany. Mm. Oh, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Look, which looks like Caban. Yeah, Caban or something. Right. <laughs> so this guide, um, there's a, a webpage that is associated with it, and that's stlpr.org slash welcome. And Laura, you had mentioned a newsletter. Mm-hmm. So how does the the guide work and what's this newsletter component? So the website will have all of our content available all the time, but our newsletter um, is a limited newsletter series where you sign up and you'll receive one newsletter a week. And we basically break down each topic with um, one curated newsletter from me to people's inboxes. So um, it's just an, an extra component and a way to learn more about things that maybe aren't even featured in the kit as well. Lara Hamden is STLPR's engagement editor, and Brian Heffernan is St. Louis Public Radio's interim news director. Brian and Lara, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Lara. Thank you. This episode was produced by Emily Woodbury. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations and leave us a review and rating on apple podcasts on the app store it's the simplest way to help people discover our show thanks st louis public radio is a member supported service of the university of missouri st louis Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.